0: Today's episode is brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the comprehensive online guitar course put together by Joe Elliott. Now, Joe is not only a fantastic guitar player, he draws on his years of experience as the ex-head of guitar at the Guitar Institute of Technology and also at the McNally Smith Music College. Here's a few words from Joe about the course. You're tired of waiting through hundreds of random guitar videos and just want to become a better player. Fretboard Biology is your answer. Fretboard Biology is a self-paced, college-level program that will give you the right instruction, in the right amounts, and in the right order. You'll learn the same information I taught to thousands of other guitar players over 30 years of teaching in top music colleges. If you want to make real progress with your guitar playing, then sign up for a free 7-day trial at fretboardbiology.com. Hi there, you are listening to the Guitar Speak Podcast. My name is Matt Wakeling, and this is the show that I produce in Sydney, Australia. The show has been running since 2016, and I speak with amazing guitar players and luthiers, gear builders, all sorts of amazing guitar people. The podcast is also home to the iconic series of Roundtable Discussions. That's when I'm joined by my friends Rob and Gabor, professional guitarists and we talk about all sorts of themed guitar discussion that is good fun but today we're doing something a little different i am actually plugged in thanks to our friends at fender australia i have a Charvel pro mod socal style one guitar in my hand one of the new 2023 models And I'm going to demo it for you. We'll check out the specs. I'll demo some of the tones that are available. I've made a short recording so you can hear the guitar in the context of a recorded track with other instruments. You'll also hear my 1am ramblings post gig. I took this guitar out to a real life gig on a real life stage in front of real life people playing with real life musicians. So you'll hear my first impressions about that as well. So, Charvel Guitars was founded in the mid-70s by Wayne Charvel in California on the west coast of the USA. This was a golden period for players wanting to upgrade stock instruments with bigger frets, flatter fingerboard radius, hotter pickups, upgraded hardware, and Charvel was at the front of that. Eventually started building his own guitars, and in 1978, sold the company to Grover Jackson, the next decade was the era of the Superstrat, dominated by Charvel Jackson guitars. Eventually, Grover Jackson sold up, and whilst construction of both brands of guitars continued for a while, it eventually petered out. Fast forward to 2002, Fender buys Jackson guitars and the Charvel name with it, and you've got to say they've done a fantastic job of reviving both brands in the last 20 years. <laughs> Let's talk specs. Now, this guitar, I think, really closely captures the vibe of those 80 hot rod guitars, but with super modern features and playability. So we've got a Strat-style body, very familiar in terms of contours and thickness. We have a maple neck. We have the traditional Fender headstock shape, which I really like on these guitars, obviously licensed by the parent company. We have an ebony fretboard, which is a super nice touch. There's also a maple fretboard available in this range. Jumbo frets. Floyd Rose 1000 system, a set of HSS Seymour Duncan pickups. They are mounted to a black pickguard. All the hardware is black. Looks super cool against the metallic Lambo green finish. Very rock and roll looking guitar. Let's have a listen to some of the tones in the context of a short track. (laughs) I'm going to run you through the pickups in a moment but first I really just want to comment on the playability. This guitar was beautifully set up straight out of the box. I was really surprised and for me the setup is such a big deal. The nut height, action, pickup height, all that sort of stuff but I didn't even bother worrying about that because it just played so great out of the box and eventually when I got to a gig that's when when things like a setup for me really become apparent if I just want it tweaked a little bit but really it just played beautifully straight away that was a nice surprise the neck is a c-shape thin-ish to feel nice and fast but with enough meat on it to really grab on for bending and and that kind of stuff which i really liked as well this guitar ships with a set of 9 to 42 strings now i usually play tens but the nines felt great the whole thing felt great which was cool you could set it up to fight a little harder if you put a set of tens on raise the action a bit, tweak the truss rod with the super cool spoke wheel thing down near the the body end that's easily accessible. I think it looks kind of cool too. So you you could set it up to fight harder if you wanted to, but bottom line, this thing just plays like butter. All right, let's talk about some of the pickup selections in isolation. First up, we've got the Bridge Humbucker. It's a Seymour Duncan distortion pickup pretty crunchy, pretty aggressive. All the amp tones you're going to hear by the way are from a Line 6 HX stomp. This first tone is a Friedman marshally kind of kind of vibe, but here's a bridge pickup wide open. <laughs> So it's a fairly aggressive pickup. The amp is not super gainy, but the pickup is pushing that amp model really hard and it pushes a real amp in the same kind of way. A nice surprise from this pickup for me though, is the way it uh, cleans up when you back off the volume. So the pickup rocks, that bridge pickup rocks, as you want it to, but it is quite dynamic and sensitive as well. Now let's go the opposite, let's crank this thing, Uh, let's boost this with a tube screamer sort of thing. So Crunchy Ant with a tube screamer in front, classic recipe. So it can totally scream. I kind of suspect that's really what the pickup likes doing best of all. It sounds amazing. All right, position two splits the humbucker. We have the neck most coil activated, and that's paired up with the middle single coil, which is a Seymour Duncan SSL6. Let's try it through a Vox kind of style amp. Mm. All right, still in position two, let's try this through a Fender Twin style amp. So it passes the Knopfler test. I think Robert Cray solos in that position too, a little. This episode is brought to you by Fretboard Biology, a comprehensive online guitar course put together by Joe Elliott, ex-head of guitar at the Guitar Institute of Technology and the McNally Smith College of Music. I was one of the beta testers for the course and can say as a music educator, I was really impressed by the logical sequence of learning. The course has also been endorsed by players such as Brett Garson and Greg Kopp. For more details, check out the links in our show notes. All right, so we're exploring the pickup combinations on the SoCal. So far, it's crazy versatile with only two positions. Okay, now I'm in position three, which is usually the middle pickup by itself. The wiring on this guitar is doing something a little different. And it's very clever. It's taking the bridge-most coil of the humbucker and pairing it with the neck single coil. So it's kind of mining those Telecaster middle position tones. <laughs> kind of airy tones, you can use them for most acoustic-y kind of parts. And with a slightly crunchier tone... Okay, position four introduces the neck pickup, which is a Seymour Duncan SSL6. So position four, the two single coils together. right position four is officially quack-tastic love that now thanks to the clever wiring positions one two three and four are all noise cancelling which is awesome position five the single caller by itself is not noise cancelling but us fellow strap players we know how to deal with this here's uh the neck pickup by itself Quite sensitive to picking dynamics, which I love. Let's try a slightly different tone. So I think the picture is pretty clear. This is a very versatile guitar. Like, of course it wants to rock out. That back pickup is massive. I love it. But it does a lot of other tones. And for someone needing lots of approaches on a gig, this would be a fantastic guitar. Now, speaking of gigs, I really wanted to take this Charvel out and give it a test drive on a real stage on a gig playing with other musicians. And that's exactly what I did. I play in a band called Last Stand Chisel Barnes Show. We do lots of cold Chisel, Jimmy Barnes, also a lot of Oz rock. So ACDC, Noiseworks, The Angels, that kind of stuff. Lots of rock stuff, lots of soloing. And I want to see how the Charvel stacked up. Now, just for a bit of context, my regular gigging guitars are a Gospel Custom Stratocaster. That's my number one. It's a HSS Strat. I've also got a backup Strat, the Madocaster. I've had that for about 30 years. That, like the Charvel, has a compound radius neck. I don't think I mentioned that about the Charvel. It's a pretty cool feature. I also have a Pat Keegan Telemaster. It's like a Jazzmaster thin-line body with Telecaster pickups. So all of those guitars, they're kind of lower output instruments, not as aggressive or as rocking as a Charvel. So I was keen to see how the Charvel would stand up on a gig. And I was fully prepared to try it for a few songs, but just put it down if it just wasn't working out for me on the show. After the gig, I recorded a couple of thoughts about the gig and the guitar, so let's have a listen to that right now. All right, it is exactly 1am, I'm driving home from my gig, uh, stopping for coffee, and I thought I'd just record a few post-gig thoughts about the Charvel whilst it's very fresh. On my mind, long story short, I played it for the entire gig, so I was really comfy and it was really fun. To, to play the pickup sounded awesome single calls were really straty that really interesting middle setting was very usable for cleanish kind of things the humbucker to my it felt a little bit scooped in the mid-range which is not good or bad it's just how it sounded to me i'm used to more of a path thing so for soloing when i kicked in the boss sd1 which has got a very noticeable mid-hump it absolutely sang that was a cool sound uh, the volume pot was very responsive i worked the volume all gig just to get different shades of gain so for me the fact that it could clean up uh, was really cool really important floyd rose was heaps of fun jumbo frets were great for bending on uh, felt really secure i've played some jumbo fret guitars when the, they're just ridiculously big um, these were a sensible jumbo if that makes sense but, yeah, overall, had a great time on the Charvel. Would recommend. Would happily play it at another gig as well and maybe mix it in with some of my other guitars a little bit more. But given that I was quite happy to stay on it all night, that's, um, that's a thumbs-up from me. All right, I'm going to drive home now. See ya. All right, there you go. They were my post-gig thoughts. I think I sounded reasonably coherent i think the Maccas coffee must have been kicking in as i recorded that at the twin servos on the way back to sydney a couple things on the gig that i did notice that i would think about with this guitar i would love to be able to access the bridge pickup in split coil mode but i would want to keep all the stock switching options as well so that's definitely not a deal breaker you could easily add a pull push pot to the volume or tone to access that tone that for me, I like using sometimes. The other thing, I guess, is the neck joint. It is the traditional four-bolt Fender neck joint, which does impede the upper upper fret access just a bit. Um, players get used to that, I know. And again, not a deal-breaker. There are other guitars in the SoCal range and the San Dimas range and certainly the Dinky, which have that sculpted modern heel, if that's really important to you. So definitely ways to work around those qualms for me within this Charvel range. But overwhelmingly, I am very impressed with this guitar. Definitely a pro-level instrument. The feature set at this price point is pretty amazing. I think if you look at the competing guitars in that price range, I don't think any of them nail the 80s hot-rodded styling that the Charvel has. I think maybe the closest one is a Fender player strat with the Floyd Rose, but that's a different kettle of fish. And I argue for the couple hundred bucks more, the Charvel has a much deeper feature set. Alrighty, time to get out of here. I'm gonna jam on this guitar one more time before i pack it up to return to the nice people at Fender Australia huge thanks to Jack from Fender really appreciate having the opportunity to review this instrument had a great time doing it my thanks also to fretboard biology sponsors of the show please check out the links in the show notes now before i bang it out one last time on this guitar i want to leave you with the words of michael schenker Who once told us to keep rocking, keep on rocking, keep on rocking, indeed. I'll catch you next time. Bye now.